0: Welcome into the Jaguars Broadcast Week in Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank. J.P. Shadrick with you on Friday, December 17th. We have the best of one of the busiest weeks in Jaguars history. Urban Meyer out as head coach after 11 months and 13 games. His final days at the helm and the aftermath all coming up. Let's start with a build-up to last week's game in Tennessee. Last Saturday, NFL media's Tom Pellicero reported some interactions between Meyer and certain players, and tension between Meyer and the coaching staff, and some more notes. The next day, the Jaguars were shut out for the first time since 2009, a 20 20-to-nothing loss in Nashville against the Titans. The Jags ran eight times for eight yards in the game, both franchise all-time lows, and for the third time this season were held under 200 yards of total offense. The defense held its own, but it just wasn't enough. After the game, Meyer was asked about the Saturday reports and his belief in being able to turn it around.
1: Is that what you told Shod in your meeting,
0: Shod What's that? About
2: that losing sucks and we just got to stick together. And I think he knows that.
3: Yeah. yeah, I assured him that we, I still believe in my heart we will, how fast, you know. That depends on. Once again, I, I still think there's good pieces. You watched what you watched out there today, Miles, Jack, and that defense, and some of those kids. Uh, uh, Roy, Smoot. I mean, I was those guys were playing their tails off. You get a couple scores on offense, you're right there, and we didn't do it. So, what's the answer? Uh, start leaking information or some nonsense? No, no, that's nonsense. That's garbage. That's uh, you know, that's once again. I've been very blessed. I've not really dealt with that. I've, I've not dealt with, well, did you hear what he said? What? No. Let's improve on offense and get our quarterback in a position to be successful. That's our focus. What someone's brother said or someone said, someone said, that will that will occupy very little of my time. And if, if there is a source, that source is unemployed. I mean, within seconds, if there's some source that's doing it. That.
1: You ever been shut
0: out?
3: I don't know. I want to talk about it.
0: On to Jaguars Happy Hour Radio Monday, an eagerly anticipated edition with Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, and me reacting to the weekend reports, plus the shutout loss and Urban Meyer's reaction after the game. Pete Prisco's opening monologue. There's not a lot of happiness in paradise no. right now. Uh, Pete Prisco, good afternoon to you.
4: What is up? Uh, look, they're journalists. They don't make stuff up. They're not making it up. Um, I mean, look, I just happened to look back at a tweet in August from the 1010XL account. I just found it. It said, Pete Prisco is hearing players aren't thrilled with Urban Meyer. I mean, that was a long time ago. I didn't make it up, OK? And to say that journalists or whoever make it up is ridiculous. Your, your reputation is on the line. There's stuff there. Uh, there's plenty of stuff, and I've, I've mentioned some of it on here, okay? We, we've mentioned plenty of it on here. I've mentioned plenty of it on CBS Sports HQ over the last four months. There have been incidences. There have been issues. Players griping, moaning, groaning, okay? That's happened. For him to say he's not concerned about it, okay, maybe he isn't. That's the same as Tom Coughlin. used to say he wasn't concerned about any of it, and then he complained about all of it. They, of course, <laughs> they're concerned about it. Um, That's just the way of life it is. And I've had many a talk with coaches. i I said this to them. I go, why would you care so much about it? Why? And a lot of it is, you know, their reputation. I get it. But it's not made up. Let's be real. It's not made up. So how can you prove it's made up? You can't. If you go ask Marvin Jones if if he had that incident, that issue with Urban, what's he going to say? Yes, I did? Then Urban's lying. No, I didn't? Then Pelissaro, like, It looks bad. So I I just, I think there's, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's, it's a situation in Jacksonville. You can't deny that. And Urban, if he was truthful, he would know that. He knows that. There's nothing warm and fuzzy with him and his coaches and his players. It just isn't. Now, whether he can fix that, who knows? Who knows? And whether Shad Khan wants him to fix it, we don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he thinks he can fix it. Maybe he thinks he can change him. But I, this much I know. Trevor Lawrence is rotting away before our eyes. And I think it's up to Trevor. This is something that I think would should, be, should happen. Trevor Lawrence, who is the franchise, he is the franchise. It's not Urban Meyer. It's Trevor Lawrence. He's the franchise. And if they're eroding his skills and letting all his talent rot away Then then he needs to go to Shad Khan and his agent. They need to go to Shad Khan and they need to sit down and say, you know what? This isn't working. If they want him out, then that's on them. We don't decide who gets fired. We don't. That's not our job. Our job is to evaluate it. And on the outside looking in, and I'm not in every meeting and neither is Tony or neither are you, JP. It's just not working. It's a disaster. There's no other way to describe it. And here's the worst thing about it. I've been around that team since 1994 and even be even before that. When Wayne Weaver was the owner and Touchdown Jacksonville, I was the first guy who was around those people all my life. I was around Tom Coughlin day in and day out. He was an obsession of mine. And I've been around that building for a long time and I know that fan base and everybody mocks the fan base which is a joke cuz there's a passionate fan base there. You know, nationally, oh, there's a who goes to their games. Let me y- you guys know. And the generation that's now there now, they're diehard fans. They grew up with it. They, they didn't sleep and go to school when they lost a the championship game in 99. They're passionate as hell, and they care. And I never have ever seen it this bad among the fan base, ever. In the worst years they've ever had, it's never been this bad. And that's the problem. Because I think the tickets are not going to get sold, and that's when you have a problem. They're the most disgruntled I've ever seen them. And you guys live in town now. I don't. But I talk to a lot of people and I read a lot of stuff and I hear a lot of things. This is the worst the fan base has ever been. And it's unfair to them because now there's a the reputation out there. Oh, well, they won't go buy tickets. It's a bad fan base. No, it's not. It's a great fan base. It's a young fan base. The Fufu wanted cheese crowd that went in the 90s. They're gone. <laughs> but now it's a diehard fan base and they need to be heard, and if they want changes, I think that the people need to pay attention.
0: Jaguars Happy Hour Radio Monday airs on 1010XL AM and Jag's social media channels with a re-air on 1010XL AM and 92.5 FM in Jacksonville from 8 to 10 PM. Hear from quarterback Trevor Lawrence and defensive end and outside linebacker Josh Allen on the then ongoing drama after this. Welcome back. Moving to Tuesday afternoon, and we didn't know it at the time, but it turned out to be the final Urban Meyer show on the Jaguars radio network, and we had the final thought from the head coach. So, Urban, the uh, Jaguars back home this week, trying to snap this losing skid, get back in the bank here and and get some positivity going. Some good things are going on defense, special teams. Got to get the offense jump started here. Uh, Let's get it going down the stretch here. Four to go.
3: Let's get it going down the stretch. And I know I, I just I will say that how much you appreciate people coming out. And uh, I promise you, you, got people working their tail off. We're going to we're going to flip this thing. And uh, uh, right now, the defense is, you know, just see the way they're walking around. They're very confident in how they're playing. We have to get that same confidence back in the offense, because at one point we had that and we lost it. And we got to get it
0: back. Urban, thanks for the time. Good luck to you this week. Appreciate it. Thank you. The Urban Meyer Show is now called the Jaguars Coaches Show and will continue to air Tuesdays at 5 p.m. on the Jaguars Radio Network. Jaguars owner Shad Khan celebrated his 10th anniversary of ownership this week and in a pre-planned conversation with select members of the local media, Khan talked through everything from the football situation to downtown development. There was no audio or video from the event, but plenty of headlines. Moving to Wednesday in the weekly press conference for quarterback Trevor Lawrence. He was asked about the drama around the team in the last week or so and the rookie quarterback said it should all be about football.
5: Obviously, there's been a lot of drama, like whatever has caused everything. Who, who even knows at this point? But mm-hmm. there's been a lot of drama. Um, and for me, I think it's important to be truthful. Mm-hmm. But with that, like I said, you can't always – you can't say everything. That's sure. on your mind. You have to have a filter and you got to be careful. And, um, you know, I have a lot of appreciation for all those guys in there that's, that have been working to try to get this thing. Right, and it's it hasn't been easy. So I have a lot of appreciation for the players, for the coaches, for everybody. Amy has been great. I mean, she's had she's had a tough job, uh, so she's she's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, so I have so I understand that. But I also think with you guys, I mean, you guys do a you guys do a tough job too. And to to just be honest, I think is is important. Obviously, you can't like I said, say always say exactly what's on your mind, but. Um, The truth is in there somewhere, always with me, so that's what I try to do.
1: Is this more drama than you've ever experienced in in a football season? Yeah, yeah,
5: for sure, for sure. I mean, I I haven't had a long career, so you can maybe ask Marvin or Brandon or some of those other guys. That'd probably be, you'd probably get a better answer, but in the first year, obviously, things went pretty smooth for me at, at Clemson, so. Definitely the, the most drama, but hey, I've I, you know, I've gotten better in a lot of ways from this as a leader, as a person. Um, I've grown a lot, so I'm, you know, you can't ever, I don't ever have any regrets or any, you don't look back and wish anything different. What is it like dealing with that? That's who you said the drama, what is it like to deal with that? I mean, you just, you do what you can do, and that's just keep going every day. You try to get better. Um, like, I, like I said before, you play for those guys in there that are all, everybody's working as hard as they can to, to do everything they can to right the ship and, um, you just keep plugging away, keep being the same person. I think that's in the long run that ultimately wins. Just being being the same um, and just consistency. I think I've always believed in that. Do you think that that has to change? We've heard drama
6: three times this week. Do you think that's, that that has to change in order for you guys to get to where you want to get to starting next season? That that you can't have some drama.
5: Yeah, I mean you're always you're always going to have some form of drama. I've learned that even just. The NFL is just more drama in general than college, no matter where you're at. But you're right. I mean, there's been a lot. And, uh, yeah, to your point, I do think that has to change. And, um, you know, that's something that we need to work on for sure. So you can't always be in the headlines. You just got to go play football. And that's where we're trying to get. And I I have no doubt we'll get there, but for sure. Defensive
0: end and outside linebacker Josh Allen said it would be nice to have a somewhat normal season with the Jags, but he turned it into a positive.
1: I mean, who wouldn't? You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm thankful to be a Jacksonville Jaguar. You know what I'm saying? They took the chance, they drafted me uh, coming out, um, and I'm forever grateful for this organization and for this fan base. Uh, you know, personally, I'm gonna go out there and play my heart out for this team, uh, and I'm gonna continue to do that. And uh, so, whatever years comes, years gonna come. But I, you know, I, for me, I want to get better. You know what I'm saying? I want to improve every year. But I know all I can do is control myself, my room, and my group, and I'm um, good to continue to do that to affect all. Can,
6: can you put it behind you? Is it easy to, to not pay attention to all the drama going on right now for you? Is it easy for you not to pay
1: attention to it, or does it even seem to? you? I mean, you know, it's work, you know what I'm saying? If you you're dealing with something at work, it, it affects you, but you still got to do your job, you know what I'm saying? And if I take my mind off of, Doing my job to focus on f- putting my energy in this, then I'm not going to do my job well. Then I look bad. You know what I mean? So, uh, man, uh, we fo- I focus on doing my job and my job well. And I know if I let anything outside, outside of work, in work, seep into what I'm ultimately trying to do, uh, I'm taking food off my family's plate. I'm taking the food off my coach's plate. I'm taking the food off my strength, and Alex. You know, Amy. So, I can focus on myself and. Uh, continue to get better every week.
0: Later Wednesday afternoon, around 5 p.m., the Tampa Bay Times ran a story interviewing former Jags kicker Josh Lambeau, describing an incident with Meyer. About seven hours later, it became official. In an overnight announcement, Jaguars owner Shad Khan stated he had relieved Urban Meyer of his duties, saying in part, quote, I am bitterly disappointed to arrive at the conclusion that an immediate change is imperative for everyone. As I stated in October, regaining our trust and respect was essential. Regrettably, it did not happen, end quote. When we return, the aftermath of the change and moving forward. All that after this. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams ball, exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash Jagscard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back to the Jaguars broadcast Week in review podcast presented by TIAA Bank. Now to Thursday and the aftermath of all the change. Offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel was named as interim head coach. He met the media Thursday afternoon.
2: So first of all, I, I need to make sure that uh, I thank the con, the con family for the opportunity that I have been given here to lead the Jaguars for the next uh Next four weeks. Um, also have to thank Coach Meyer for bringing me here, and you know, and this staff that we have. You know, there's a, there's a, a bunch of great guys that are in there, a bunch of great coaches, um, and um, you know, I think that we're in good hands with the, you know with the guys that he has assembled here. Um, also want to you know wish him the best. Um, you know the timing of this thing, and you know when these things happen, they're obviously never ideal. They're very tough and difficult situations um, to you know to be put into. You know in, in either way, but you know it's one that I'm I'm super excited about. Um, it's a great opportunity, you know, for us to be able to you know just get focused on these next four weeks. And really, as I told the team earlier today, it's just one week, right? We have a one-game season. You know the um, the Houston Texans coming in here. All our efforts and everything that we're thinking about is uh, is getting a win there. So, Darrell, can you talk a, a little bit about you? You've been, you've been through this experience before. What was it like in the locker room in terms of uh, the effort that you felt you were given last year in this situation? And do you expect something similar or different here? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I really don't expect anything different. Uh, I you know, I thought the, the players in, in Detroit were outstanding. Um, I thought they that they were one hundred percent all in. Um, those guys really did work their tails off. They went they, they went to work and you know it's it's as big of a change for them as it is for us. And I you know, I thought they, they gave me their all. You know, the first game we went to, you know, we went to uh, Chicago and we had to come back, you know, come from behind victory. Uh, it was an awesome experience and the guys were great. And uh, you know, so it was it was a really good experience and I really wouldn't expect it to be any different here. And uh, you know, I have a, obviously a, a great relationship with the guys that are on the offensive side of the ball that I've spent a lot of time with. But um, we have such such cool players, um, you know, on both sides of the ball. You know, I, I mean, I could name them. You know, Miles and and Josh and all, all those guys on the defensive side of the ball that um, uh, are, you know that are dying to get you know to get wins. That um, and they you know they just want to dive full head into this thing and uh, you know and win some games. From what we saw in 20 minutes today in practice, it seemed very spirited, and very enthusiastic uh would you say that that's that's the the case today are the guys i don't know what you call it relief or anything like that but are the guys enthusiastic right now about moving forward well i think they were focused you know i was i was really excited about that because anytime anytime you have you know, really any type of distractions that uh you know it, it, it can be something that can affect practice and affect the things that you're doing. So I was um, I was fired up the way that they came out there. They handled they handled their business and uh, they they pract- We practiced really well today. We got a little bit of rain to work out in as well. You know because I think uh, there's a chance for rain in the game. Um, so that's always good opportunities.
0: How would you would you still be the puck play caller? Would the structure be the same as it was before?
2: Well, I, I think uh, I want to get through this week. I'm I'm going to call the plays this week and then uh, you know it's just it's it's later in the week than it normally would be. So uh, we're going to do you know. Status quo. We're going to keep everything the same this week, and then over the weekend, and we'll mull over some things, and uh, you'll probably have some conversations. Will that mean you're in the booth, or you're going to be on the field? I'll be on the field. Okay. Are you yeah. thoughts about that? I love being on the field. I've been on the on the field the whole time. It's kind of been foreign to be up, up in the box these last 13 weeks or whatever it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to get back down there. There's just there's just great energy when when you're on the field. Um, It's like playing a video game when you're up there, you know, it's so stale, it's so quiet, Um, so it's good to be around the guys, the interaction is better, communication can be better with the players. I have great communication with the coaches on the headset, but being able to see their eyes and and, and talk to them, it's it's a different experience when you're on the field. Speaking of the communication over the headset, one of the reports um, that surfaced last weekend was possible communication about benching James Robinson. Can you just discuss what his role is in this offense moving forward and knowing what those conversations may or may not have been? James Robinson's our starting running back and he will be played as such
0: more from Trevor Lawrence on the next step for the Jaguars and Shaquille Griffin discussing what the Jags need in a new head coach in just a moment welcome back quarterback Trevor Lawrence came back to the podium Thursday for his reaction to the departure of head
5: coach Urban Meyer obviously it's it's weird you know it's different different deal something I've never experienced you know some of the guys obviously like that were in Detroit you know Marv this is Kind of similar to last last year. Um, for me, I think it's uh, it, it brings a little bit of clarity to the guys in the locker room. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say relief, but I would say um, it just brings some clarity and some direction moving forward. You know, we really we really want to go and finish this season strong. And um, to be honest, it's been hard the last the last week with everything going on, and you know, just there's a lot of things being stirred up. I think by the outside too, it didn't help. Um, Made, made things a lot worse but also just everything that's going on it's hard to be focused and have all your attention and efforts going towards winning the game when there's so many things going on so um i think you know i'm i'm, I'm happy for the team that we have clarity a sense of direction and we can just go be our best moving forward for the next four weeks and then we'll you know we'll, we'll go from there and see what what the next step is but um right now i definitely Think that you know we had a good, great day of practice today, and we're um, ready to just move forward. That can't have been just like last week, where everything was going crazy and cluttered. I mean, your mind's had to be going crazy for the last month, six weeks, eight weeks. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been, like I said yesterday, there's been some drama, there's been some distractions, and um, you can't ever go back though. You just got to move forward, and, uh, and you know where we're at right now. Coach Bev's our, our head coach the rest of the season, and I have a lot of respect for for Bev and who he is, and. Um, he's he's earned my respect, and so I mean we're gonna all follow him, and I'm excited about these last four games, and just to go play our best and finish with some momentum.
0: Are lot you as a captain? Fans would say that
2: a two and eleven record means that the last four games, don't big heal, they're out of it, yada yada yada. But for you as players,
6: uh, either yourself or other guys in that locker room, how how big are these last four games?
2: do You think to moving things forward in a, in a positive way.
5: Momentum's everything, and I think you, um, when you have, especially NFL season so long, a lot of ups and downs. Long season as you get to the home stretch, especially after not having a good year, you need that momentum going into the off season, and um, that's that's just big for the morale of the team, for how you look, at, how you approach the off season going into it. You always want to feel like you ended on a good note. Obviously, there's always going to be things to work on. There's always going to be areas to improve. Everyone's got their own their own things that they're going to look at and evaluate, but. For us, if we can go finish strong, I mean, that'll be great going into the offseason, having some confidence, some momentum, something to build on, and we need that. And so we're looking at these games, I mean, like they're playoff games, every game, trying to win, let's go 4-0, let's go 1-0 this week, and then go um, figure out a way to beat the Jets next week. So that's, that's how we're looking at it. And um, that's just going to be our approach the last month of the season.
2: For you as a captain, Trevor, what were so, as a captain, what were some of the tangible steps you needed to take over the past 24, 48 hours for the betterment of your team?
5: Um, I mean, honestly, just, just be the same person. I think that's when things are crazy. I've, I've said it a few times. When things are crazy, um, consistency wins and just being the same day in, day out. But I think being positive, Um, And the last thing I wanted for all this, this whole situation is everyone to kind of go crazy and start saying all these different things. Like I think we've done a good job as a team of really keeping everything internal and showing respect for anyone involved in the situation and just (laughs) taking it day by day, that's all you can do. And um, like I said, I've just been, been proud to be a part of a team that's handled it this way. And obviously there's been some challenges, but um, it's cool to see how how everybody handled it. And then now, like I said, just to move forward and, turn over the page like we gotta we gotta keep going you know we got four games left and um but yeah I think for me it's just keep being positive be the same person and be that consistent voice
1: if the drama scale was peaked over the last week where do you expect it to be the next four
5: games? <laughs> uh somewhere a lot lower I don't know I don't <laughs> know the answer to that
0: <laughs> cornerback Shaquille Griffin was later asked what kind of coach this team needs Jeff,
6: knowing these players in this locker room, what kind of head coach does this group need to succeed moving forward? Um, for a head coach for this team, I just need to. Uh, I feel like this locker room needs a head coach that actually believe in what their players are saying. You know, trusting that you know that we can all make this work. This is not a one man show. Um, I feel like sometimes head coaches come in, and be like, you know, I'm just gonna flip around. This is my way. Let's do it. And sometimes they forget about us. So for any head coach who you know decided. Take on this job, or whatever the case may be, you know, uh, trust your teammates. We can do this together. We can win this together. This is a team effort. So uh, I feel like that'll be my main message. Let's do it together as a team.
2: Shaq, uh, obviously, you've never been through something like this. I know Trevor mentioned that. Marv's been through it. You know, Jamal, I know, is hurt, but he's been through mm-hmm. it. What's it been like for you emotionally? <laughs> I know we're, we're bombarding you less than 24 hours into this. Oh, no,
6: it's, it's all good, it's all good. Uh, my main thing, I try to keep my same emotion, my levels the same. Uh, I try to control what I can control. You know, you start to do things outside your means, it's tough. Um, and now my main thing is keeping the focus, the main focus, and that's, like I said, uh, you know, the next game, these players. And, uh, man, so I try to keep my emotions the same way because I can't. I know these guys are depending on me to bring the energy, to be focused, to be right, being vocal. I have a lot of them plate already, so I'm going to just handle that part first. And, you know, um, the way everything gets to play as itself out, you know, is exactly how it's supposed to happen. Like I said, I control the controllables. That's all I can do.
5: How much interaction have you had with Coach Bevel? I know he works with the offensive guys, but what's your impression of him since he's taken over as interim head coach?
6: Well, I understand I've been around him already back in uh, Seattle, so um, it's, it's nothing new for me. Uh, I got a ton of respect for that guy. Um, I know he's going to put us in the right situations and uh, point us in the right direction to get this turnaround the win game. So, like, I have the most sort of respect and trust in that guy uh, to get things right. And, you know, uh, sure, it's a lot of pressure on him as well. You know, uh, let's understand that. But, uh, shoot, man, if there's any way I can take some of that pressure off I want to do it, I'm going to help. Like I said, it's a team effort. Whatever we got to do, let's do it together. And uh, I want him to understand that part, but I got the most respect for that guy, um, a lot of trust, and we're going to get this figured out together.
5: Has this been the most distraction-filled season you've been a part of since you've been in the NFL? For
6: me? Uh, Yeah, it was different. It was different. (laughs) But uh, I appreciate it. I learned a lot. I grew as a person. I grew as a leader. And uh, one thing about it, it don't, don't matter what season, you know, you're talking about year six, year seven, you know, you're talking about the uh, next five years from now. I know for a fact I'm prepared for anything. I can tell you that much. And that's how much I learned from that. So I'm grateful. I'm definitely grateful. You know, I, I learned a lot, I've seen a lot, went through a lot, but I grew. I progressed, made changes for the better. I'm going to continue to do that. So I appreciate it. I'll have a bit of it.
0: The full press conferences from the week available on Jaguars.com. Coming up Sunday, the Public's Tailgate Show airs at 10 a.m. on 1010XL Radio in Jacksonville and the Jags' social channels. Then at noon, it's Countdown to Kickoff on the Jaguars Radio Network. We'll hear from Pete Frisco, the guys in the booth, Fred Taylor, and we'll have the final word before kickoff with interim head coach Daryl Bevel. Then after the game, Jaguars post game with Fred Taylor and the scoreboard show with Bucky Brooks. Kickoff for the Texans and Jaguars at TIAA Bank Field is set for 1 o'clock Eastern time. We have finally arrived at the weekend. What a week it's been. Thanks for listening. I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next week on the Jags Broadcast Weekend Interview Podcast presented by TIAA Bank.